Chapter 4, Part 1. Addiction. What is it really? What do you guys think? Is it a disease? Is addiction a disease? So many people say it is. I've had people who go through rehab and say, they told me it was a disease. I never believed it was a disease. I knew what I was doing. Um, everybody has an opinion about this. I reserve the right to choose one way or the other. Uh, I hate the word disease for addiction. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Doctors have labeled it a, a, a relapsing brain disease. They must know better than I do in terms of medicine. Absolutely, they do. I, I, there's no disputing that. I just really hate the term disease for addiction because it labels people. It labels someone basically a slave. You are a slave. You have a chronic lifelong condition and you're going to have that. And that's something you need to be mindful of for the rest of your life. That is like a death sentence to somebody's psyche. And if, if somebody if somebody embraces that and it empowers them and they say, oh my goodness, wow, I never knew why I was relapsing. I, I have a disease. Oh my goodness. I, I got I to gotta treat myself like I have a disease and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my behavior because now I know that I have a disease and, and I'm not going to do the same things anymore. Well, if, if that serves them, and they accept that label and they use that as a skill and to tool to empower them to stay clean, fine. That great. I mean, whatever works for you, man, like doesn't bother me, but I just, I hate to see people getting labeled. And I go into that story of Johnny, the, the 19 year old kid who, who went to rehab because he would rather not go to jail and get a felony on his record. So instead the judge says, well, you can go to rehab instead. And he said, great. You know, he screwed up. He, he already knew he, he screwed up. He had learned his lesson and he was just going to go through rehab, you know, do the program, get out of there, get, get, it, get the, um, get his record cleaned up. And he was going to go back, go on and be successful. And, uh, but he goes to rehab and they tell him, well, you have a disease. You're a lifelong addict. And this is just how it is. And in the example of the story, he does not accept that. He says, no, screw this. I'm just going to go through the motions of the program, not get in any trouble, get my certificate and get the, get out of here. But I'm not going to agree to that. And in the story, he essentially saves his mental health. In other words, he, he does not accept that label. He, he, he takes his power and he gets his life together, you know, on his own. Maybe the rehab gave him some skills or whatever, but he did not accept that label and he moved on and, and lived a good life. The unfortunate thing for him was that he was given a bunch of pharmaceuticals because they told him, they being the rehab medical staff, clinicians, whatever, that he needed to be on all these medications because that's what was going to keep him clean. He had, he, they convinced his parents that he had this incurable lifelong disease and that the only way to manage it was through these pharmaceuticals. And so the parents convinced little Johnny, okay, just, just stay on the pharmaceuticals so that you don't go back on, you know, you, you don't get back in trouble again. And he said, okay. 
And then later on down the road, 20, 25 years later, he's been taking these things every day and he has issues. He has liver issues and things like that because if you take medications for 25 years that have side effects, you're going to damage your body. And so there's a lot to kind of unpack here. So I've made it mentioned before, I don't like the label of, of a disease. Disease to me, when you say a disease, you have a disease. To me, it, the, the image that conjures up in my head is like something's dying in my body. Like like there's cancer growing in your body. That that That's a disease in my mind. Your, your foot is turning black, right? Because you have a disease or you have this bacteria eating your flesh or something. You have this condition that's like affecting your body and it's, and it's, and it's attacking your body. It's attacking your cells and your body's trying to fight back and you need medications and you need to treat it because you have this disease. That's the image that comes up in my head. When we talk about mental health issues, behavior health, health issues, disorders, and all these different things, you know, anybody can just label somebody. You know, imagine that the person who was talking to Johnny was, was 19 years old herself. And she said, no, Johnny, you, you got a disease. That's how it is. You just don't know it. Well, who, who are they to say that? And then you could say, well, no one should label somebody unless it's a doctor or a psychiatrist or whatever. Well, how many times has that been wrong? You ever been misdiagnosed? You ever have been mislabeled for a condition? I mean, it happens all the time. So I just don't like the, this, the label because it makes someone a slave that they can't heal themselves. It puts them in a condition where they are the effect of something that they can't control. It's almost like something invisible that you can't see or, or do anything about, but you have that, have this thing. It's strange. So anyway, I, I believe that it does not serve people in that way unless it does. And I would just say this, if someone disagrees with me, which you're more than welcome to disagree with me, I would say that I would just ask that if someone gives a person the label of a disease, that that person is required to accept that. I don't know if that makes sense to you or not, but if you're told something and you know deep down that's not true, then there's a, there's a conflict there. If that person accepts it and they say, okay, I've got a disease, I'm, I'm not going to drink because... I don't want my alcoholism to kick in this disease. That makes sense. Hey, if someone told me that I have a disease against pizza and donuts, and I convinced myself that that was the case, even though it would be hard to convince myself of that, even though I probably shouldn't eat those things. If, if I was to convince myself of that and I never ate donuts and pizza again, well, part of me would be a little bit sad because I enjoy it. But, but let's say my health was great. Let's say I dropped a bunch of weight and I stayed in shape and all these things and it was totally, totally worth it for me to convince myself of that. Okay, that's fine. That's great. I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a problem with that. I only have a problem when people are slapped on a label on their forehead and they're told that they need to accept it. And, uh, and then let's go back into the pharmaceuticals because when someone has a disease, someone's labeled a disease, that, then they can be treated for that. Well, how do you treat people in modern day America with meds, with medications, pharmaceuticals, right? So it's really easy to go from, okay, he has a disease. Well, what's the treatment for the disease? Oh, well, it's all these meds, right? 
it's almost like it was made that way. It's almost like someone decided, hey, how do we sell a bunch of medications? Oh, I know. We're going to convince people that they have a disease. And then we're going to sell them the meds as part of the treatment for the disease. Now, I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm not saying that's not what happened either. It could have. I don't know. It seems like it was created that way. You, the way that doctors are trained, which I'll go into in a later chapter, seems like it could be that way. Pharmaceutical companies are very powerful, wealthy companies that have a lot of influence in Congress and in the medical industry and the way things work. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Again, here, here I go just with my opinion. But, uh, you know, I would say this. I would just say this, and I would hope that this resonates with people because I re I'm really not trying to stir up anything for people or I'm not trying to challenge their ideas or their morals or their ethics or anything like that. I'm just trying to help people. And I don't know. I, I, if you own stock in a pharmaceutical company, which you're, you know, you, of course you have a right to do. It's, it's an investment. But if you're thinking that, hey, look, it's really great for me because when all these people walk into rehab on their alcohol or their cocaine or their meth or their heroin or their fentanyl and they walk out on five, six, seven pharmaceuticals that they take every day for the rest of their life, that's good for me because I own stock. And that means the company that I own stock in is going to profit. They're going to make more money. I would say, shame on you. That is, that is crazy to me. That you're going to give people unnecessary things. You Now you may think that they are necessary. And you may believe that they're necessary. And if that's the case, that's fine. I'm not saying, I'm saying if you know they're unnecessary. And you're okay profiting anyway. With something that's going to harm someone over the long run then I think there's, there's a moral, I have a moral problem with that. It's sort of like with these things with COVID, with the vaccines, you know, if someone needed to be vaccinated, they, they, they believe they wanted to be vaccinated, that, that's fine. Let's say, let's say you knew, you knew the vaccines would not help someone, would hurt someone, in fact. Let's say you knew that going in and you decided that that was okay and that you owned a bunch of stock and that these pharmaceutical companies profited from these vaccines and you, you made a bunch of money, even though it harmed people. Would you be okay with that? I mean, some people would be okay with that. I think most people would not. I think most average everyday people, if they really took a look at themselves, now they may not realize it. They may have their money in their 401k and it's in a mutual fund and it owns you know, bits and pieces of companies and all this kind of stuff. I'm not telling anybody to change their investment decisions or anything like that. Please don't think that's the case. I'm just trying to say that if you think it's a good thing for companies to profit off unnecessary things, uh, I, I just think there's something wrong with that. It, it'd be the same thing as if a food company was selling food that they knew, knew caused cancer. They know it's going to hurt people. They are they already know it. And they're just like, let's just not talk about it because it tastes really good and people are going to buy it. And I know that there are some people out there that are fine with that. I think most people aren't. And I, 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 I'm one of those people. 
And I'm not trying to get on some high horse. I'm not, you know, I'm really just trying to explain that in rehab, most rehabs, people come in on a substance and they leave on a bunch of pharmaceuticals and they get convinced that they have a disease and they convince their parents and they say, little Johnny, you need to be on these meds forever. And I just don't know if there's a profit motive behind that. I have my suspicions. And uh, I just don't want to see anybody get hurt by taking a bunch of stuff that they don't need to take. You know, it's interesting because I've never heard someone say, hey, little Johnny, you're out of rehab. You're going to take these things for three months or six months, and then you're going to wind, you know, you're going to wean off of them. Or let's just say a year. You're going to take these things for a year. And then at one year, if everything's going well, we're going to cut them in half for six months. And then we're going to cut them in half again after that, because really, you know, you've beaten your addiction or you've overcome that addiction and, and, and you don't need these things anymore. I've never heard that. The patient themselves or, or their family has to advocate to come off of that stuff. And that's the thing I just have a really, I have a real issue with. I just think that there's something there that we're being uh, irresponsible when it comes to labeling people with a disease and treating them with pharmaceuticals willy-nilly and just not really having a plan to ever get them off of anything. And I just, this is where we get into the whole, I love America and I love, you know, the idea that a company can profit and things like that. But I do have a moral objection to people doing things that they, that will knowingly harm people and profiting off of them. And if your kid has been told these things or, and he doesn't believe it or he doesn't agree with it, maybe you listen to them. Because I know there's been times when I've gone to a doctor and they've told me something and I don't know anything about what's going on. They'll say, hey, you're, this is going on with your appendix. I'll give you an example, actually, as I'm rambling here. I knew something was wrong with my appendix in Hawaii about, I don't know, about 10 years ago. I knew something was wrong with it. It was, it was hurting. I looked up all the symptoms online. I talked to a friend who had appendicitis. He says, it sounds exactly like what happened with me. I went to the doctor. I was in Hawaii. And they, they, t- they touched me in the spot. I screamed in pain. They said, oh, this guy's got appendicitis. We're going to go in. And then this other person, this other doctor says, hey, I want you to take this test. And I took the test. And for whatever reason, that test failed. And I didn't have appendicitis. I, I, I drank, I was supposed to drink this stuff. And they gave me an x-ray. And, um, you know, I, I, I not, maybe I didn't drink it right or did drink enough or something like that. Anyway, they said, oh, yeah, actually, you don't have appendicitis. I said, no, I'm sure that I do. They said, no, 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 you don't. No, we took the test. You don't. I'm like, well, what is it then? Well, we don't know, but it's, but it's something. And I knew it. I knew they were wrong, but I was so exhausted. I'd been in the hospital for a long time. I was in pain. I was just defeated. And I just said, and I was alone. I said, I don't, I don't know what to do. I got in a cab and I left and I got on a plane and I felt like crap the next day. And then the next day after that, I got on a plane and flew home and my appendix burst in the air. So I knew inherently with intuition, even though I'm not a doctor, even though I'm not medically trained to know all the things about an appendix, I just knew my body. And had I advocated more strongly, I would, could have avoided having my appendix burst at 30,000 feet, uh, you know, in a plane. So anyway, I know I'm rambling a little bit on this. I hope that this is providing some value to you guys. I'm just trying to basically share my point of view about labels, the label of disease and the pharmaceuticals and how it's treated because I think it's abused.